Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Eric Bird, here at StopStrugglingNow.com. And today, I'm in the lab. And we have to talk about do not buy real estate at the moment, ladies and gentlemen. Stop buying homes. I'm going to illustrate why interest rates going up for one and then we'll talk about some other factors as well now is the time to make sure you have that duffel bag of cash ready because traditionally interest rates are rising less people will be buying homes foreclosures will be in on the rise as well and welcome stop struggling now gear check and please like subscribe and click the bell below so you get the latest updates. Now, let's get to it. Before we get into this do not buy a home scenario, let's talk about here on the YouTube channel, the Stop Struggling Now page. And please share the videos because you never know who you're going to help when you do that. And make sure if you're new here, please subscribe and click the all notification bell. We're approaching 14,000 subscribers and I greatly appreciate it. Now, Please notice right here this row of our members of the channel. That means that's the join button and that's how you become a member of the channel and you also receive special messages under the community tab and you can always join me on our live streams Monday, Wednesday, and Friday if you want on the screen. So that's one of the perks. The other perks, you have special emojis as well, and you receive special messages under the community tab specifically for you. Now, let's get into the reason why you must consider to not be buying a home right now. And of course, we always have solutions, but you're going to have to wait till the end of this video for the solutions because I'm starting to give you some numbers, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just go there right now. Here it is. This is from Adam Data. And 22,360 U.S. properties started the foreclosure process in March. That's up 35% from the previous month, and it's up 248% from March 2021, even though you know in 2021 there was moratoriums on foreclosures. So that is no surprise. Now, notice this. Lenders completed the foreclosure process on over 4,000 properties in the month of March 2022, so 67% from the previous month and up of up over 180% from March of 2021. That gives you an idea of what is going on, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be the trend. When there are more foreclosures in your neighborhood, that means they're going to be selling for less. So that's one reason and one lever that's going to take your prices down in case there happens to be more than three, four, five, six, which could happen. So just keep that in mind. 
right? The other thing, interest rates. Interest rates from the Federal Reserve, more than likely, they're going to come up with probably at least half a point basis, right? 50 basis points is what they call it. But for all intents and purposes, you see on the screen here, 5.625 interest rate. 0.5 theoretically could mean 6.1. All right. And the reason why I say theoretically that this could be the interest rate if you're trying to buy a house is because that is probably if you have a 740 or higher credit score or a 760 or higher credit score. In about a week, this is going to be 6.1 to 6.5 for the people with good credit. If you have worse credit, you might find yourself in the 7 percentile range. And remember, whenever you see a percent, just keep in your head, that is for every $100,000, this right here on the screen, 5.625, that means $562.50 is what you pay in mortgage. So if you are trying to buy a $500,000 home, you times times 5. There you go. So now you understand what that means. That would be approaching $2,800 per month for a $500,000 house. Now I'm going to illustrate something else. If you move this up to over 6.1, now you're doing $610 times 5, which now means that's $3,100 a month for mortgage. Just your loan, never mind your real estate taxes, water, sewer, garbage, and none of the other stuff. So that's just giving you an idea of what's going to happen when interest rates go up. Less people will be able to qualify for a home. Household income won't be enough especially when you get into the sixes and seven percent range for interest rates so this is a serious problem and this means less people will be buying prices will start coming down because you're not going to be able to sell your house for 500 if nobody can buy it 700 if nobody can buy it so home prices have to come down that's just the way it is i did this i always do google you guys know how we do this what causes the decline in housing prices? In case you don't believe what I say, I always have to bring up other Google economicshelp.org that tells people straight up. Look at number one, even though they don't count it or rank it, rising interest rates. Now, here's the thing. We just talked about it. Making mortgage payments more expensive economic recession high unemployment we have all of that going on right now ladies and gentlemen reducing demand and causing home repossessions that's why I started off with the foreclosures because they're just going to increase fall in bank lending of course there's going to be a fall in bank lending when there's rising interest rates you're not going to be able to afford a $800,000 house like let's say in some of these states like California, Arizona, Nevada you're not going to be able to afford the $800,000 house and have a 7% interest rate. You guys can do the numbers. Seven times eight, $5,600 a month for a mortgage. That would be interesting. Making it difficult to buy. So fall in bank lending and fall in availability of mortgages. Of course, because they get stricter, 
when there's a credit problem and a recession, the credit facilities start getting stricter. Sooner or later, they're going to say you're going to need a 760 and up to get the best rate. And then you're going to be paying 7.5 if you have a 720 credit score, for instance. That's where we're headed, ladies and gentlemen, and that is unsustainable. You have to understand, you're going to make a certain amount of money, your household income, if you are combined with another person. And if somebody says, hey, I make $80,000 a year, well, you're not going to be able to go out here and pay $4,000, $5,000 per month. That's just the way it is, ladies and gentlemen. Your debt to income ratio is going to be way off. So you are not going to be able to pay $60,000 or $50,000 a year if you make like 80 G's a year. So you're going to have to be in the neighborhood of almost double that. Well, you will have to be double that if you're trying to get a loan of that magnitude. But I'm just letting you know right now, you're going to have to make a hell of a lot more money if you're trying to get something over $500,000. And if you're trying to get something around $500,000, your household income or two people that's going for this loan or one person, you're going to have to be well into the hundreds of $1,000 annually. That's where you're going to have to be. You're going to have to be like one forty, one fifty, one twenty-five, somewhere in that neighborhood. So you understand not that many people can then afford the house. So therefore, another reason why home prices will be coming down. Look at this. New home sales plunged 16.6. Now, they've done seasonally adjusted annual rate of 591,000 units last month, the lowest level since April 2020. That's no big deal. March's sale pace was revised down to 709 units from the previously reported 763. So sales dropped 5.9 in the Northeast and tumbled 15.1 in the Midwest. So here you have it. If new home sales start going down which they shall because remember the price of new homes are even more than the home you bought last year all right so keep that in mind and if the well there's no if they're going to raise the interest rates in less than a week after you hear this the lenders have already started raising their interest rates in anticipation of this so you're going to find yourself being able to buy a smaller home because the price is going to be too high. So therefore, another reason why you do not want to get in this housing market right now, if you don't have to, you don't want to start something new, you might as well just sit back, relax, and just wait your turn and just wait for the downfall to happen. You guys already know, I've already said the downfall should have happened. Let's call it, we're almost at my mark. We got about another two months in August. That'll be my six month prediction or thereabouts. It's already going to happen after they raise the interest rate. Things are going to start going. Redfin, which I have not uh, pulled up that article, already started telling the sellers, please reduce your price. That's what's happening. That's why if you go on these platforms like Zillow, you go on the uh, Trulia, which is actually part of Zillow now. You go to Redfin, you start looking at homes and you'll see people have started reducing their rates. 30,000 here, 20,000 there, 5,000 there. That's not going to be enough, ladies and gentlemen, because when the interest rates gets increased another half a point or 1%, that little 20, 30,000 dollars will be erased. So they're going to have to drop it even lower. So you're going to understand what's happening. Please, if you do not believe that home prices are going to drop down dramatically in 2022, please let me know. What's happening is on the internet, 
They've trotting out the guys on CNBC, uh, Bloomberg. They're doing all this, trotting people out who go, oh, no, the recession is going to be 2023. We're already in a recession, ladies and gentlemen. Inflation is over 15 to 20 percent. It's not 8.6 percent. We're already in a recession. You see the inflation? It's already here. So don't listen to these people that go, oh, don't worry about home prices in 2023. No, what that means, don't worry about it means... Oh, yeah, wait until the interest rate is even higher so we can charge you more as a lender. Instead of it only being 6% or 5.5%, we're going to be able to charge you 9% a year from now. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, don't get caught up. If you adamantly have to buy a home, so be it. But I would highly advise against doing that right now. Sit back, see what's going to happen. Just like you should have sat back to see what's going to happen with crypto, you should sit back and see what's going to happen with the stock market. Sit back and see what's going to happen with the home prices. All of it has to go down. It's all overflated, overinflated. And that's just the way it is. Now, let's get to the number of homes, housing units in the United States from 1975 to 2021, because they're out here building more homes, ladies and gentlemen. But look at this. 78 million homes in 1975. Now, everybody knows there's roughly over 300 million Americans, but I don't know how many of those 350 million Americans are over 18 that could even buy a home. I'm going to assume it's 10%. So I'm going to go down to 300 million Americans can actually really buy a home. And out of that, only around, if we use real numbers based on old numbers from two years ago, if you have 150 to 180 million people working, some of those people live in the same household. So in reality, you should only have possibly 150, 140, 120 million households that can even buy a home. So the fact is, look at this. In 2000, there was 119 million homes. In 2012, 132 million homes. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Are you tired of feeling lost in the world of trading and investing? Get informed and inspired with the Talking Trading Podcast. I'm Louise Bedford, and I'll help you navigate the markets like a pro. Tune in each week and subscribe now at talkingtrading.com.au or on your favorite podcast app. Or check out the link in the show notes. Talking Trading. This is how traders excel. Twenty nineteen one thirty nine, and here we are at one forty one. Half of the population, but half of the population doesn't even have a job. So think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Who's buying up all these extra homes? You know who they are because you're an SSN Nation member, and we've talked about this on the live streams. You guys know hedge funds, banks, lenders, corporations. They're out here buying up homes. You know Zillow bought up homes before. Open Doors doing the same thing. They're out here buying up all these homes. Increasing the price of the homes while they're at it. Because they don't care what they pay when they have the funds rated almost 0%, 1% loans they can possibly get. So they're buying up all these homes and then they're turning around charging you rent at astronomical prices. 
Like I said, it's diabolical, ladies and gentlemen, what they're doing. So explain how there's 141 homes, but there's 350 million Americans. Out of that, we'll t- just take off 50 million as being underage. So, and we don't have 300 million people working. You usually have to have two people to qualify for a, a, a home these days. So that means two people are in the workforce that they're counting. So again, the numbers aren't adding up. So how are prices going up when only really 120, 140, 110 million people can actually even buy a home because they have a job? We have people that are retired. They could buy a home. They might have a couple million dollars. They might be able to do it. But again, Think about it, ladies and gentlemen. You're out here saying, I got to buy a home because it's brand new. Sit back and relax. No reason to buy a home. Let's go back into another category. Number of existing homes sold in the United States from 2005 to 2021. This right here is very, very interesting. Because look at this is these numbers if you start adding up 7 million homes 2005 here it is roughly what is it 12 uh 12 15 years later the average amount of homes it appears even if we just did five that would be 75 million homes sold 75 million homes ladies and gentlemen now keep in mind number of housing units in the United States all total and then look how many have changed hands so when you start thinking about these numbers 75 million I haven't ran the complete number I'm just looking like an average maybe about 5 million homes sold in the United States on average each year and when you add, add that all in this could be from flippers this once again could be from investors this could be a lot of different people doing this But the real deal is there are a lot of homes sitting around vacant. And just like diamonds, you believe there's only a limited supply of homes available when they are building homes like they're going out of style. Now, I am going to end here because I want to make this short and sweet. Let me know what you think down below because there's one last little lever that we can talk about because remember I was talking about a solution. Because some of you right now may be sitting there going, hey, Eric, I'm not selling a home or I'm not buying a home. What I'm going to do is nothing. I'm just going to pay my mortgage, pay my rent and sit here and ride this out and see where this goes. Now, the person that has bought a home at least over two years ago, home value has increased 20% two years in a row. So a person that had a $300,000 house now their house is worth over 400 okay you have equity in your home if the home price goes down you lose equity that free money that you could be using to create more wealth think about using it that is the solution ladies and gentlemen you can use a home equity line of credit here's the thing about that you can get one you don't have to use it 
But here's where the rub comes in. I will give you an example. Let's say you have a home that's $400,000. Equity is $200,000. You go get a home equity line of credit and you say, I want $120,000. As long as you don't use it, your uh, amount that you have to start paying back is null. You don't have anything. It's only when you use it, then you start paying interest for what you borrowed. Not the full amount, just the amount that you used, right? But here's the rub. What happens if all of a sudden the value of your home before you get the HELOC drops from 600000 to 500000 That changes your HELOC uh, credit line that changes how much you can also get out of your HELOC so why not consider seriously this is a solution for everybody that was smart enough to buy a home three years ago or four years or ten years ago you have a bunch of equity that's just sitting there and you can't sell your house because every house around here where are you gonna move to they cost the same as the house that you're selling or you're going to do what a lot of people in some states, they sell their home, they're overpriced homes, and they move to uh, states where homes are priced less. So then they have a lot of cash left over. So that's an option. The second option is you don't want to move. Now you should be getting your HELOC before your home price goes down. Even if you have a HELOC and the home price goes up, you're still good. You don't even have to use it. But... If your home price goes down, you need to start using it. Take it out because if you leave it in there, they will say, hey, we can't let you take this HELOC any longer. So since it's sitting here, we're just going to close it out because now your home price is only worth 475000 now, not six hundred anymore. So we're just going to block it, close it out. You can't use it. That's why if you have equity in your home you need to consider an investment opportunity that you will take that HELOC money and invest it in something that's going to return money to you not something that you're going to guess with not like starting up a business from scratch that never had have generated any revenue you want to put that borrowed money into something that's bona fide where you know I'm getting return on my money I give them 100,000 I'm going to get 4000 per month or 2000 per month or 1000 per month. You need a return on investment. That's the only way you should be doing anything right now. And the reason why is because inflation is only going to get worse. So therefore, things are going to cost more. So that little extra stream of income that you're using from your equity, you're going to need that. So just keep that in mind. And at the same time, that's the same money that you would pay back. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you're going out here to buy a home right now because that is going to be highly risky because for everybody, if you buy a home right now and that home price goes down, which more than likely it will, it's going to go down. And how would it look if you bought a home for 600000 and then next year that home is worth five hundred, or the year after it's worth four hundred? You don't know what's going to happen. 2008, 2009, 2010 is here again. Nothing was solved. And with all that said, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And please like, subscribe, and click the bell below so you get the latest updates. And I know it's hard out here. And that's why we have to always get that extra streams of revenue, that passive income if we can get it. You're going to have to make some moves, ladies and gentlemen. 
even people right now let me explain something to you they have a 401k it's tied up they are retired their money is sitting in stock market right did you realize year to date they started the year out they have a million dollars in their account it's over the broad spectrum but you take the Dow Jones the Nasdaq the Standard and Poor 500 put those all together year to date they've generally lost on average roughly 13 percent one lost 21 percent one lost about seven percent and another one lost about 16 percent you start adding all of that up and that gets you somewhere around 15 percent 14 percent so when you do that off of a million dollars you're losing one hundred and forty one hundred and fifty thousand dollars so people are looking in their account and they're going wait a minute does this say 850 I just looked at this after Christmas time and I had a million dollars in my portfolio what do you wait this says 850 all of a sudden you might start panicking if you're 75 80 years old 65 70 years old 60 years old you're about to retire and you're 55 60 years old and all of a sudden you're like wait a minute if gas actually stays these prices right now never mind what's going to happen if inflation rises and gas prices are going to increase what if my grocery bill actually does go up another 30 percent monthly or 40 or 50 percent monthly what if gas does go up another dollar or two over the next 12 months what happens if the government all of a sudden wakes up in your local city state county and says we're going to charge you more for your property taxes we're going to charge you more for your state income taxes if you live in a state income tax situation those are the things that you're going to have to be worried about right now because nobody's coming to save you ladies and gentlemen so you're going to have to start making plans and oh by the way get your costco or sam's club cards and please start stacking up some money in the i mean some food long term the rice beans things that will take a while because things are going to get crazy in the food department as well agriculture is going to be a problem so again prepare yourself right now while you can and with all that said keep your head up keep moving and I'm out